Hey, Gerard, do you hear that? Hear what? Knock, knock. Who's there? Little old lady. Little old lady who? Oh, dude, I didn't know you could yodel. (laughs) 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 Oh, fucking Jesus. (laughs) Hi, welcome to the Just Roommates podcast. It's uh, me, Gerard, here with my lovable co-host, Mitchell. That's me. Have I used that word before? Co-host? I've used lovable before, but I don't think I've used co-host because I think I came up with it the you other day. You know what's day funny? That's the right word, and I don't think we've ever used it. That's why I was so excited the other day at work. That is one of the many reasons I was so excited to do the, the podcast this week was because I was going to use the word co-host. I wasn't ready. <laughs> what do you mean you weren't ready? I wasn't ready for the intro. I, was, <laughs> I forgot to do something. <laughs> do what? It's fine. I'm ready now. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm good, bud. I have a story for you oh. right off the bat. Here. Okay. Okay. I was going to go, but that's fine, too. Okay, fucking no, go. No, 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 no. I insist. You go first. Okay, done. So, a couple of weeks back, I don't know if you remember, but I bought some syringes. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. They, they, I'd never used them because turns out there aren't a lot of practical, real-world, world, non-drug-related uses for syringes. Right. So I haven't used them once. Are you going to explain what they're used for? What I... Yes. Okay. So I lit a candle the other night. Okay. One of them big honking three-wick candles, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and the wick was burnt probably. Like, the there was a ton of melted wax in it, mm-hmm. right? So I take my syringe mm-hmm. and I put the thickest fucking nozzle on the end of my syringe. Yeah. And I start slurping up some fucking wax. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get the brilliant idea. This was after I'd already sucked it up into the tube, right? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, bloody Murphy. I could be a 3D printer. So oh. I start waiting <laughs> for it to cool down just a little bit. And I'm sort of squirting it onto the roof of the, the cap. Oh, I thought for the candle. <laughs> Not the actual onto roof. the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and um, eventually I fill the whole thing. The lid, you mean. The lid of the the candle, right? Yeah. Like I've made a big fucking lakey boy of wax. And then, in my infinite wisdom, I think, I bet you I could make wax bubbles. So I stick it right into the thickest, juiciest part of this wax, yeah? Yeah. And I start squirting it. And it isn't coming out. I'm like, this fucking shit, okay? Because it's doing this the whole time. Because it'll cool down too much and I have to bring more wax into it to heat it up or literally hit it with a lighter. So I'm like, I'm just going to fucking just give her a little pepper. And so I give her a little pepper. And it was a little too much pepper. Uh And I know why it wasn't coming out. Because wax is really good at holding air, right? So I give her a bit of pepper. (laughs) And this bitch explodes (laughs) all over me. Like, I wasn't wearing a shirt at the time. There was wax all over my nipples, all over my chest. It was in my hair. It was in my eyeball. Okay? I had to heat up water and throw it into my eye to get the wax that had solidified in my eyeball. And the roof, my guy, was covered. Completely covered in wax. Dude. It's still on the blinds. We have to get you a babysitter because clearly you cannot be unsupervised. (laughs) I'm going to take your candles away. (laughs) What the fuck? You got it in your eye? Yeah. He has been like, is this the story you've been talking about for days? Yep. It's been like, I don't know, 
five or six days and he has told me about the story that he wants to tell me on the podcast so i get a genuine reaction he has told me about it every day for the last week that's what you did (laughs) (laughs) fucking jesus there's like a big water droplety splash mark up the wall (laughs) and this wasn't regular wax either like this was bright blue wax it's not subtle in any way shape or form so i have to clean it i'm fucking believable right in your eye (laughs) you could have gone blind all over my face (laughs) i'm gonna give it a little pepper bang ah fuck i did give it a little pepper too much too much pepper too many jalapenos too spicy yep things are getting too spicy for the pepper Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. It's pretty believable. That's true, yeah. Can I tell you? No. No. Well, that was a good episode (laughs) of the podcast. We'll see you next week. (laughs) I want to tell you about a roommate from a lady who's remained anonymous, so I can't credit them, but I tried. (laughs) Okay. Um, This lady lived in a house with some roommates an undisclosed amount i'm gonna say two to three you know the standard amount of roommates okay to fill a house right the standard amount and uh one of the roommates had a friend who was not a roommate but she liked to come over to their house a lot like a lot a lot (laughs) how much is a lot every day Okay. She would go to their house, make and eat their food, sit on their couch, watch Netflix, and just use their house like it was her own, and then leave whenever she wanted. She would come over and use the shower just whenever, in the morning, in the evening, middle of the day, it didn't matter. This is growing slightly unusual. Nobody- possibly burdensome. Nobody in the house liked her. Why did they let her in? That, I don't know, but- uh, they disliked her so much that when she came over, they <laughs> would all hide from her. In their own home, this woman would come in uninvited. Why would you wait till she comes in to hide? Why wouldn't you just knock at the door and be like, whoa, it's that bitch again, and then just fucking hide right know. fucking there and not let her in? Maybe she had a key. I doubt it. Maybe she was. they just left their doors unlocked all the time. Or maybe they were just too polite to say anything. So what happened was she would come over. And they would all just go into their bedrooms and everyone's getting really mad because she would come over and use the whole fucking house and they wouldn't get to use their own house that they pay for. She also had a dog that she would just leave at the house. Like she'd just bring the dog over in the morning and leave it there for like a week and then come get it. This is an incredibly burdensome woman. What a terrible person. So she would just leave her dog for like a week and it would it wasn't trained so it would piss and shit in the house. It would bite people, and it would scratch up furniture. It ruined a bunch of their furniture. And so eventually, all of the roommates, she just came over one time, and they got into a fucking screaming match with her in, like, the kitchen. She's like, don't ever come into our house. Like, you don't live here. And she was so fucking mad because she thought she was, like, entitled to use their house (laughs) as she pleased, never clean any of it, and just eat all their food and leave her shitty dog there. (laughs) (laughs) What a horrible person. I can't. Honestly, unbelievable. Like... The reason I picked this story, first of all, is because me and Gerard have been playing a lot of Sims. 
I was I was just <laughs> thinking of that. We we play we because it was like free the other day or whatever, and I was like, oh, The Sims Four is free. You want to play? And Gerard was like, oh, I've never played before. It's like, wow, The Sims is great. In The Sims, there's a guy who comes over my house every day and does exactly that, except he's nice. He takes out the trash and he fucking cleans the floor <laughs> and shit. He's like the opposite. She's like a shitty. I don't know what you call him. Kind of like a tooth fairy, but for living. Freeloader? Yeah. But she was a bad one. Tooth fairy, obviously. What? How, how did I not jump to that conclusion? Tooth fairy. Well, because... Fucking that lady, that, that bitch, Cruella, she's such a tooth fairy. Jesus. Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians? Well. Well, but she... Dogs? Leaving them behind? Generally shitty person? Come on. Cruella didn't leave the dogs behind. She wanted to skin them to make a jacket. Well, I was close. I... No. You weren't. <laughs> not <laughs> even could, a little bit. I could have been further away. You could have, I guess, said something not related to dogs. I suppose. Like Stalin. Okay. He would probably be a bad roommate. You'd be a terrible roommate. We should share everything. Everything is shared. But I don't have to pay for it. That's, and also, I get it all. That's Stalin. <laughs> He convinces you to share with him, but he doesn't share any of his stuff. I, speaking of Stalin, I was watching a documentary. I didn't finish it because the guy who was speaking, I didn't like his voice because he wasn't David Attenborough and it was annoying me. Right. But I did watch the beginning bit. and Was it off- the death of Stalin? No. At the end of the Second World War. Yep. Okay. Um, That's when I was born. No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do you know? Because you're not like 103. Uh-huh. Um, that was pretty close, actually. No, it wasn't. Was no, you're not even. It's like eighty years ago. <laughs> 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 I was thinking 1914, which is the start of the first one. Brilliant. Anyway, yep. Okay. Um, they're deciding what to do with the Germans because they've just wrapped up all of the killing each other and shit, and they're realizing that some gnarly ass shit was going on in Germany, right? And so Winston Churchill. Roosevelt and Stalin and William Lyon Mackenzie King. Yeah, and, and Do you know him. who that is? No, that's the guy who was in charge of Canada during the Second World War. He wasn't there. But he might have been. He just these wasn't three in the gentlemen, pictures. yeah, went into a room uh-huh. to decide what they were going to do, and they had three options. I don't remember the other two, but one of them was to just kill all of the Germans. And whose idea was that? I don't know whose idea it was, I but I do idea. know that Winston Churchill and Roosevelt were fairly opposed to the idea. <laughs> and Mr. Stalin was considerably not mentioned as one of the people opposed. Of the three <laughs> in the room. <laughs> William Lyon Mackenzie King was in the corner writing this down. He's like, fucking Jesus, Stalin. And then Stalin came over. He's like, do not, do not write that down. That's the wrong voice. That's completely <laughs> wrong. It's more of a Borat, really. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine those three, like, incredibly influential and powerful men? With Borat? Shitty as some of them were. Yep. Go into a room with Borat, uh-huh. and they're like, My wife. what are we going to do with all of these Germans? They have killed everybody. And Stalin's like, let's just, just kill them all. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine how awkward that would get can you imagine if one of them else was like yeah all right and then there was no germans for the rest of history <laughs> like that was just the end they'd be mad <laughs> who would replace them polish people 
no, no, no. really angry Polish people. What do you call people from Belgium? Polish people. No. If you're from Belgium, what are you? Belgian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I you were kidding. No, I was thinking, like, what do you call them? I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like Belgianese or Belgians. <laughs> Belgians. Yeah. Whoops. Henceforth, all men folk and women folk from Belgium are now dubbed Belgianese. Yeah. And guess what language they speak? What? Guess. French. Yeah. When <laughs> 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 you say Belgianese. <laughs> I used to watch um, the BBC's adaptation of Poirot. Okay. Who's from Belgium, but really? he speaks French. Oh, I thought he was French. No, he's from Belgium. Oh. And the only reason I knew that he wasn't French was because I mentioned... To my mother, that I was like, it's weird that he's always speaking French. And then she was like, he's not French, he's Belgium. And at that very goddamn moment, he's okay, Belgium? Belgian? There you go. Belgianese. He's not French, he's uh, Belgianese. Yeah. And at that very fucking moment, a character in the show calls him French and he loses his little penguin fucking shit. Just goes, comes fucking unglued. <laughs> He's like, I'm Belgian goddamn knees. <laughs> I am not I'm Belgian from knees. France. I have never seen Poirot. And I only recently learned who that is. Uh, so I'm glad you brought it up. Because otherwise I wouldn't have known. Now it's <laughs> coincidental. If you had said that like two weeks ago, I would have been like, I don't know who that is. Huh. There you go. I would have learned you two weeks ago, but I didn't. Nah. Instead, I told a joke that you understood. Yep. Which is better, arguably. I guess, but then you could have tried to explain it, and I could have just been like, oh, he's like Jacques Cousteau? Kind of, but Belgianese. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was speaking to someone who has roommates and lives in Ottawa. Okay, I won't say her name, mm -hmm. because we don't do that. Let's make real. up a name. Let's make up a name. <laughs> uh, literally nothing banquet <laughs> is the word i was thinking of but it's not a really good name i was gonna say poirot <laughs> okay poirot is fine it's definitely okay. better than banquet <laughs> definitely or at least it's a name yeah any in any case mm -hmm. okay um, oh bouquet that's the bouquet word I bouquet I was bouquet. trying to say bouquet, but banquet was the only word I could think of. <laughs> bouquet lives in Ottawa. Yep. Um, I believe it's like a sort of student res situation, but I don't entirely know. Okay. Like on, um, on a campus? Yeah. I suspect. I think. University of Waterloo? No. University of Ottawa? Yes. Hey. Second time's a charm. Isn't Waterloo in like Kingston? I think it's in Australia. I believe there's more than one. I distinctively, I distinctively remember training past Waterloo because it sounded funny when she said it. Okie doke. How do you say it with a real, real Aussie accent? Oh boy! Like poured on thick. Gone. Died. Hit a little. Hit a little test. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> now passing. 
What a lose state. <laughs> I don't know how to do a female Australian accent. Well, you don't have to say it female. You just it's have to never say come it up. with a thick Australian accent. I cannot. <laughs> okay. At the risk of that accent appearing again, I cannot. But you just said it normally, but more whimsical. You were like, now appearing at the station Waterloo. <laughs> Apparently that's what it sounded like. It wasn't, but if it had, I probably would have gone to Waterloo. Waterloo. In any case. Yep. <laughs> okay. Banquet. Huh? Bouquet. Yep. Bouquet of banquets. Poirot. <laughs> There's a blackout in Ottawa, okay? Huh? And pretty well the only area of Ottawa that isn't affected by this blackout is her little area. So <laughs> Just all, <her> all <laughs> of fucking downtown Ottawa and most of the frat houses lose power and water. So all of these frat what boys the hell? start appearing at her house. Ottawa is the capital city of Canada. And they don't have power or water? They do. They just have bigger blackouts because it's a bigger city. We don't have blackouts. Like, ever. We don't use power. Ever. There was a big one, like, two years ago. And by big, I mean, like, half a community for 35 minutes. We have them all the fucking time. Where? In Australia. Why? Like, all the time. Why is your infrastructure we have a lot of animals. so terrible? And we, ha- we have above-ground power lines every. Everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And possums climb on them. Yeah. And sometimes they grab two wires instead of one. (laughs) And then you have to call the power people to come and pull them off. Why don't you put them underground? Because then we'd have to pay for it. We don't even have internet. We just spent all of the money that we could have spent putting the power lines underground on having internet. We spent $2 billion on internet in Australia, okay, to make it possibly... Like, on par with some of the worst internet in the world, okay? Just to get up to that level, all right? Yeah. And it got worse. We broke it. We made it worse. We spent $2 billion to have worse internet than we had before. You know, people always think of Australia as a really nice place, but y'all have just about the worst infrastructure for everything that I can possibly imagine. You don't even have trains. You have trucks that you pretend are trains. Which isn't better. It's actually we worse. We have trains. Not really. You have people trains, not product trains. Well, what's it like? Do you, do you know what the problem is? Nah. Okay. The problem is Australians drink a lot and they're very Australian. So they're like, we should build a rail line from this side of Australia to the other. And they're like, fucking yeah, mate. I'm just going to fucking yeet this fucking rail line across and then they don't bother with the fucking rail lines or nothing. And they get a really big fucking truck and drive from Waterloo all the way the fuck to Perth. (laughs) Do you know what you should do? And I know this would work in Australia because it's worked in the past. Someone builds a really shitty railway that doesn't work and then they make fun of everyone because their railway is better than all the other railways. And you'd be like, hey, my railway's the best. And... You have small wieners because your railways sack. And then every Australian would get up the next morning and build a much better railway across the entire continent? Country. Is it continent? No. Both. No, because Oceania is the continent, right? Well, they changed it because they didn't want Australia to have its own continent and be a country. And also New Zealand wasn't part of a continent then. Yeah. So they needed to put them somewhere. Because then New Zealand I'm would be still... its own continent and country. Yeah, but it would be smaller and shittier than Australia, which is important. 
That's true. To us. They have better infrastructure, though. You know, New Zealand has excellent infrastructure, actually. (laughs) So if that happened, if someone built a shitty one... It would absolutely work. Do you know how I know that it would work? Because they've done it like two or three times before. Yeah, but specifically in Australia, it would work. Yeah. Do you know how we quashed speeding in Australia? Yeah, the same. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) We released advertisements funded entirely by the government where, like, guys would speed past women and they (laughs) would joke that they had small penises (laughs) and it fucking worked. Everyone stopped speeding because they were afraid of having a small wiener. (laughs) All of you guys without railroads... Have tiny wieners, and then there'd be another one, like two days. On the other hand, the occasional bloke who did speed in Australia, everybody knew he had a colossal penis. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, spe- if you speed in Australia and you get out, all of the women will look at you because they know you're hung like a hippo. Maybe it's a double bluff. It could be also just be a double bluff. But it would be really disappointing because you would go to bed with this woman and with her expecting to like about... What did you expect? I was speeding everywhere. Obviously, I have a small wiener. (laughs) Yeah, but she would go in expecting that she's about to get railed by an elephant. That would actually be a triple bluff. Yeah. Boom. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Power outage in Ontario. Yep, yeah. All of these frat fellas Uh appear at her house. Yeah. And it ends up being a bit of a party, okay? There's one fella, climbs on top of the fridge, the champagne bottle, shakes it up a good bunch. On the fridge? Yes. And pops the lid off, the the cork out. And this bitch gets embedded in the roof. (laughs) Why was he on the fridge? I don't know why he was on the fridge. And then, and here's my favorite part. Some fella shows up, right? About an hour after the cork roof incident, okay? And he just comes in the front door. And says hi to everybody. Goes over to the sink. Like, the sink in the kitchen throws up all over it. In the sink? And then leaves. Was it even... Was he at the party? Or no. did he just come to throw up? He just up? appeared, threw up, and left. Wow. <laughs> Can't say nothing like that's ever happened to me. Has it? Nah. Good. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, gee. <laughs> stay in your chair i have been I, I found a new show on netflix that i think you'll enjoy it's about food okay because that's pretty much the only thing i watch on Netflix. is it nailed it no okay i have forgotten what it's called but i remember what it's about okay uh so it's about this. what were you waiting for there i was trying to see if i could remember what it was <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy's name the guy's name is the title of the show because it's about a guy What's his name? I don't know. Akiro. That's not it. <laughs> I think it starts with an A. I think that's a video game that just came out. That's Akira. No, that's Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so the the show is about this guy, and he really, really likes dessert food. Like a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm already looking forward to watching this. And so the man, he runs this blog about dessert food. It's also a Japanese show. So it's in Japanese, and it's about a Japanese man, and it takes place in Japan. Um, and he runs this food blog where he just talks about desserts that he's had. And he gets really into it. Like, really into it. Okay. Like, over the top. He basically has an orgasm in the first episode into it. 
And so what he does is he used to work as a programmer, but he worked so long hours and he couldn't leave in the middle of the day. So he only got to eat desserts on the weekend and that wasn't good enough. So he got, he got, he got a job as a salesman for a publishing company. And part of his job is that he goes out into the town to sell books for like bookstores to buy. So he gives them like catalogs and they're like, Oh, buy these books, blah, blah, blah. Um, so what he does is he goes out in the middle of the day does his job really quickly and really efficiently and then goes and gets dessert <laughs> in the middle of the day. And that's why that's the only reason he has the job. And he's like a super, super good, efficient worker because he's so motivated by dessert that he just like does his job better than anyone ever could. That's what I used to do when I worked for the moving company, except I went home and played video games and slept. Right. Okay. But <laughs> and occasionally peed in the back of the truck. Yes. But instead of being sad and depressing like that... <laughs> He's, he takes it super seriously, and he, like, in the first episode, the first episode... It, like, I wish I'd thought of desserts, honestly. It starts off with, like, this quote. He, like, quotes this Russian philosopher, like, what's his name, Tol? Is it Stalin? We should kill all the Germans? No, no, no. It's, like, okay. a good philosopher. Much like, his better. name is, like, Tolstov or something is his name. I can't remember how to pronounce it. But he is a philosopher I've heard of. Anyway, he gives him a quote, and he's like, oh, that's what you were... That's, yep, as Tolstov always said, blah, blah, blah. And then he, like... Goes and gets this dessert, and it's so good, he, like, hallucinates his co-workers as fruit. And they, like, do a little dance, and they cheer him on. <laughs> and then he's, like, he, like, sits down in the restaurant to get his dessert, and the lady, like, brings him tea. And this is when I fell in love with the show. Because up until this point, I was still kind of iffy. He's, like, oh, you know, if I do all my work, blah, blah, blah. And he sits down in the place. He's, like, I'll get this dessert. And she's, like, would you like some tea? He's, like, oh, sure, because everybody has tea. She brings him this thing of green tea, and he... He, like, goes to take a sip of it, like, ooh, ah, that's hot tea. And he, like, looks, and the lady's, like, ladling out boiling water and pouring it over green tea leaves and then pouring it into the cup so it's, like, really hot. And he's like, ah, this tea is hot, but not as hot as my love for sweets. And then he eats <laughs> he eats a bunch of dessert food, and I was like, this is the show for me. <laughs> so silly. And now I can't remember the name of the show, but I'm, I'm fuck, I'll just, hang on, I'm going to look it up. Can I just point out that we've now been recording for approximately half an hour. I don't know if it'll translate to half an hour of, like, usable audio or not. Maybe it'll be 20 minutes. And it, But even so, we just made 20 minutes of audio, and we haven't nailed a single name yet. What, what do you mean? Every time we have tried to name something, we fucked it up. That's true. <laughs> Hang on. It can only get better from here. It is called Kantaro the Sweet Tooth Salesman. <laughs> and I highly recommend it if you're into food or really over-the-top uh, TV shows. But it's fucking hilarious. So what? It's just JoJo, but for food. No. Kin- Can- Kim's Convenience. Nope. Kantaro. K-A-N-T-A-T-A-R-O. The period in the middle of the world probably didn't help. No. Okay, Konami. Kenyaka... Talkies. Is that it? Can I see? No. What you've just typed? Kantaro. K-A-N-T-A-R-O. T-A-R-O. Yeah. Oh. Oh, dear. Have you seen it? Oh, no. Are you looking at it? Yes. What do you see? Oh, dear. What do you see? Oh, boy. Describe it. I am looking at a man. Mm Uh-huh. And he's holding a spoon. Yep. And he's wearing a jacket. Yep. With a tie. It's a nice suit, actually. It's a full suit. Just so we're clear, it's pinstripe. It's got a matching um, tit handkerchief that matches his tie. Mm-hmm. There's a proper name for that, and I don't pocket 
No, square, pocket square. <laughs> and his head. Oh, is it a fruit or something? I believe it's a cantaloupe. Oh, is it one of those melons? But it's a melon of some kind. Yeah. He also, like, every time he eats a dessert, it's so good he hallucinates something. This is extraordinarily Japanese. It's very good. I highly recommend it. So, I'm going to take you back to Ontario for a second. Yep, back okay. we go. There's a McDonald's in Ontario, which is notoriously shitty. It's kind of like the one down the road, but worse. The one down the road's all right. They had to stop. They had to stop doing 24-hour service because they were making 300 911 calls a night. What? That's how fucking sketchy this place is. Okay, because it was what it, it was so central that people would go out to the nightclubs and get fucked up, right? And then they would go there for food, and it was the only place open. And all of the, like, shady, sketchy people from the entire fucking city would show up there and fight each other until they got kicked out by police, okay? Fight club in the McDonald's. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like, okay? Like, there's a whole... I've seen the video of this. It's on YouTube somewhere, okay? Um, you know, you really haven't lived until you've gotten fucked up at a bar downtown and then fought a homeless man at 3 a.m. in the McDonald's while you, the guy behind the counter makes your McGriddle. Exactly. Exactly. That's life. It's Ontario living right there. Yep. All So in this video, there's a whole bunch of people standing around each other, and there's like three or four people in the middle just fucking brawling. Okay. okay? And then all of a sudden, the circle parts like Moses has arrived, and this homeless man walks in in a trench coat, <laughs> opens it, and pulls out by the tail an entire live raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stops to look at this man's raccoon. He puts it away, and he leaves. And do they continue fighting? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's another video that was posted like a week later, and there is a whole bunch of people standing around in a circle fighting each other. And in on the, the table in the distance is a homeless man in a trench coat, s- sitting next to a dead raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like splayed out on the table. Oh, it's his friend. Yeah. You or... know, I have never seen a raccoon. You didn't know we saw? I saw one in um, Vancouver. Do we have raccoons here? Probably. I I'd never seen one. Never. Met I know one. we have presumably skunks because the upstairs neighbors complained when we left all of our g- garbage outside, and it attracted skunks. <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> we do have skunks, though. I've seen those. No raccoons. No rats. I have a story to tell you. Yep. I was at the bank the other day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there wasn't a particularly busy time what at the bank. What were you doing at the bank? I was cashing some checks. Nice. Why are you like that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and in front of me at the queue yep. was this rather... A raccoon. No. Six raccoons in a trench coat, and they opened up their trench coat and pulled out a homeless man. Damn it, he told my joke. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) This guy wasn't all that big. He just had a bit of a tummy. Yeah. Okay. But the way he chose to deal with his tummy was unnerving at best. Okay. This 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 bank has like a basically like this sort of a shelf, like at sort of waist height, um, like across the whole counters. Yeah. And this guy is there cashing checks. He's got like a big fucking briefcase he's searching through. But before he starts opening his briefcase, okay, he walks up to the till. She goes, how was your day? And he goes, good. Picks up his tummy. 
walks up and flops it onto the counter, does his banking, and then puts grabs his bag and holds it at his side, his little briefcase, and then picks up his tummy with one hand, turns around, lets it hang down, and then leaves. Maybe he had a hot water bottle in, his, <laughs> in there, just tucked in his shirt. It was the most unusual and quite disturbing thing I've ever seen. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe he was too big, he couldn't lean all the way over to give her the stuff, so he has to plop it up <laughs> so he can reach. Maybe he doesn't have to do that at other banks, but that shelf is too wide for his dummy. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to plop it up there? <laughs> he's just gotten used to it. What the fuck? I don't know. I didn't do it. You should have You should have told him to stop. <laughs> Did it leave like a sweat I didn't want to talk to him in case he had, I don't know, another dummy. A sweaty hat. What if circle? he had an attack dummy? <laughs> Like, what if he pulls it up and there's a tummy that's specifically designed to attack mere mortals who dare question him for his tummy flopping habits at banks? (laughs) Underneath my tummy, I keep a second smaller tummy for fights. With teeth. (laughs) And a raccoon. (laughs) And then his tummy holds out its arm. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a raccoon. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. Some people... You know how I talk about the bathrooms at the places I work a lot? Yes. I'm going to do it again. Okay. I uh, I read this study about bathrooms uh, that someone did. I can't remember who. It was like a university. They went to a bunch of bathrooms. And apparently they found that the cleanest bathroom stall in a bathroom usually is the one that's closest to the entrance because everyone just doesn't use that one. They're like, oh, that's the first one. So it's the bad one. Because everyone yeah. goes in it, so they skip it. So it's actually usually the cleanest one. And I was like, you know what? I always have bad experiences in the bathrooms here, but I never go to the first stall because I think it's the bad one. So I go to the bathroom the other day. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna use that trick that those smart university people thought taught me. So I like go to the bathroom. I'm like, haha, I'm gonna have a good bathroom experience this time. Go to the first stall. Open the door. Fucking toilet bowl is almost overflowing with piss and stuffed in like the toilet hole is <laughs> a bunch of fucking socks so what i did was i closed the door <laughs> to that <laughs> stall and went to the end stall because that's the handicap one and it's the biggest and there's a wall i can hide behind because i'm too tall and i can see over all of the walls in the, in the bathroom <laughs> so i crouch do you know what happened what whoever it was that did that also read your study and was like, I'm going to stuff some toilet paper and socks in a bathroom stall, but I don't want to do it in the most used bathroom stall. Thus, I shall use the one that nobody uses. It was the P gang, I think. Yeah, probably. They came back. So, yeah, pretty much every time I go to the bathroom there, something happens. I'm always, I'm, now I'm really scared to go to the bathroom because I know it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good place. What, where are you going to the bathroom? No, well, like, one of the places is, like, run down. But the other place is really high class. Like, it's full of millionaires all the time. And And dead people people. in walls. And a dead guy was found in the wall. And the dude with the razor was there. And the the guy who cries on my shoulder, or tries to. Yeah. Speaking of razor guy. Uh Uh-huh. I was downtown the other day. Yeah. And there was a fella walking beside me looking very sketchy. Yep. And I was I remembered that episode and I was like I remember the advice that I gave Mitchell about such an occasion. 
And I walked past him and I looked at him as we were walking side by side. And lo and behold, this fella has face tattoos and is wearing a bandana. Oh, fuck. And I was like, how's it going, my guy? And he was like, good. How are you? And I was like, pretty good. And I went on my way. What was, how, did, how was his hair? It was covered in a hood. Oh, he had a really bad haircut, too. That's probably why he covered it in a hood. What color were her, his hands? I didn't look. Oh. I didn't want to know if there was a razor. Always look at the hands, buddy. I knew I was going to talk to him. So if I was going to die, I didn't want to see it coming. Man, if you had gotten stabbed, I would have been so angry. Especially <laughs> if it was the guy. <laughs> You'd be like in the hospital and you're like all bandaged up and your dad hobbles in and I'm there. And, and I look at you and I go, Gerard, what happened? And you look up at me and you go, do you remember that guy? <laughs> With the bandana and the face tattoo. I go, yeah. The one with the knife. You'd be like, he still had it. (laughs) And then I'll leave. Because that's your problem. (laughs) The other day, we did some renovations to the maintenance shop. Because there's a door on the side. And usually it opens up. But where it opens is also the trucking lane. So it's where the trucks come in to go get loaded with our product, right? Yep. So we're not allowed to smoke there because they keep hitting the door. What? And we're going to get smushed. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we cut a hole in one of the other walls in the maintenance shop that doesn't open up onto the, like, into a trucking lane, right? Uh Uh-huh. But while we were cutting a hole in the wall... Basically, this guy comes over, starts cutting a hole in the wall, and starts installing a door, and I leave him unattended for, like, an hour or so, and I come back to check on him. And there he is, with a chop saw, a hole in the wall, a door sitting on the floor, and a wall sitting on the floor, and then a circle with five dead birds. (laughs) And I'm like, that's a lot of dead birds you got there. And he was like, that's a lot of dead birds you got in your fucking walls, dude. And I was like... Yeah, we have a bird problem. <laughs> Is that? Do you actually have a lot of dead birds everywhere? Yes. Why? Because we have a bird problem. Like legit? Yeah, we have like 10, 20 pigeons living in our in our workshop. They're everywhere, uh, dude. Yeah, okay. I guess you got a lot of ceiling room and open One doors. of them swooped my forklift the other day inside the cage. Like it's an open man cage, but he flew through it. Because I picked He's up his nest. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up some, like, some of our product doesn't really move, like, ever. And it's usually top shelf stuff. Yeah. Because nobody wants to touch it. Because it's, it's covered in bird poop. Ah. Right? But we didn't have any left. So I had to pick it up. So I put my forks in, and I pick up this left. And this bird is not happy. <laughs> Flies through the cage, and I'm like, that was unusual, for a, even for a pigeon. And I take it over to the staging area, and I get out of my forklift and I put uh, put the thing down, get out of my forklift and I go to grab some of the product and lo and behold, there is a nest. Like right on top? Like right on fucking top. Wow. So that's probably why he was mad. Maybe you could have put it back on the fork and lifted it back up. Well, I tried, but he didn't want it anymore. Was there eggs in it? No, but I did drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking frisbee it outside. Like, go get it, bitch. <laughs> Go on, if I see him again, I'm going to throw it at him. Get. <laughs> Gross. Don't touch those. Pigeons are disgusting. I was wearing gloves is the only reason I touched it. Yeet. They are really fucking This nest en- empty. Yeet. 
All right. That's enough for today. Thank you all <laughs> so much for listening. <laughs> if you want to keep up with me and Gerard, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at the Icy Diver. That's T-H-E-I-C-Y-D-I-V-E-R. And Gerard can be found on Instagram at The Better Roommate, spelled incorrectly. There's only one M in roommate. Um, if you have any roommate stories or things you think that uh, would be good to discuss on our show, you can uh, send us an email at justroommates at gmail.com. Roommates is also spelled wrong. There's only one M there. <laughs> Whenever he says it about me, he makes his little face like, what a fuck <laughs> But when he says it about his stuff, which is also <laughs> spelt wrong, he says it really coy because he's like, I don't want anyone to notice. Because you spelt yours wrong on purpose. So did you. Nah, I just couldn't get the right one. Neither so- could I. Oh, really? Yes. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a special thanks to our artist NB for the art uh, that you see on every episode, the little feats. Uh, if you like that, you can check out their other stuff on Etsy. They're E N N B, um, and uh, that's <laughs> gonna do it for us this week. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>